0: Yeah, y'all said the Patreon's going for like a thousand dollars. i I was thinking fifteen hundred. <laughs> oh,
1: <what? laughs>
0: easy, get your that, money up. Not the, your funny. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you crazy. really support the JD podcast, put your money <laughs> where <with> your mouth is.
1: Band about this crazy. Talk
2: about if you got e, a need, so see. Yo, that's
3: crazy. Uh, how, y'all co-host now. How y'all feeling about it? Have y'all um, felt the you know the reception the love yet?
2: I mean, my bias... Still not tagged in the JD bio, so I don't know if it's official yet. Oh, because
3: yeah, of the hoes. Yeah. That's crazy. We followed, follow. we followed y'all back though. Y'all got to follow. We
1: first step of
0: all, time, I huh? got called out last episode. They unfollowed my account and then followed me back for the episode. So you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Because we y'all followed this at one point, then y'all unfollowed everybody, and it's like, oh, we're only following podcasts. That
3: must I'm have like, been cool. that must have been Darren because I didn't do anything. I had nothing to do with that. Nah, yeah It was just like You know, I didn't want to show any favoritism <laughs> It was more But not now we right. our co-host Of the Asking for a Friend segment
0: Word uh, Follow The first but guest But you weren't following the account the, I followed y'all When we Okay, bro First of all <laughs> The first <laughs> guest The first guest, don't follow, the first don't guest on the podcast like You didn't so get a follow so just, Is that so just, not crazy?
3: Yeah. I was following no, we y'all did, then we, we did I was following, following y'all, y'all then well. We did follow y'all though at that time Yeah, at that time Yeah So y'all did get a follow The first guest ever Then we followed y'all So who's fake?
0: Because they don't follow me first and then I saw it. Who's, who's y'all understand. we it came it's a on the podcast account. a
2: second time and still didn't get the follow. It still didn't get the. Follow. Honestly,
3: after the second time, I would have rose hell.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it would have it been up for me. I would have had to put my foot down. Man, yeah, bro. I, I gotta
2: to defend check my check honor Hey I know y'all in real life. It
3: ain't the same. Hey, Stark's the artist has always followed y'all on his personal. So that's really that. what y'all. does that have to
0: do with the JD branch? It has everything to do with It yeah, yeah, That's always so. His voice drowned out the Stark's the artist voice. Is that what you said? Fifty
3: percent is just different. So.
0: It means everything. So that then I, that why didn't that? one of us get the follow? That's, that that would have been fifty percent. What you mean? Like if you were to follow one of us, because you didn't follow either of the Diggs brothers. So what are we talking about today, Darren?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. Yo, <laughs> they're fake. <laughs> why isn't your why is
3: your uh handle Starks the Artist? Are you gonna change that back? I changed it to Jordan Starks. Yeah, no, you're gonna change it back to Starks the Now why not? Um, is that an alter ego? I want my I want my artist name to be my actual name. My I feel like D Starks is mine. If I had one, it would be D Starks. Yeah, like you got Darren, you D. got Starks. D Starks. Yeah, it's like a different
0: like you know NPC name. Anyways, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> back crazy, to the question but, that we
0: were talking about beforehand what was Do we talking you, about? about Michael B. Yeah, Michael B. Mm. So you want to you want to
3: exp- you wanna explain the situation? You can explain yours. My situation. All right, I'll explain so, the whole situation. Explain the whole thing. <laughs> so we, so John and Eric got into Louisville last night, and we were just chilling in the living room, having some you know nice little banter conversation. And then the conversation got brought up. I think John had mentioned something about how I said, my girl told me that I look better than Michael B. Jordan. Then everybody started laughing. And she was there to confirm the statement and then further, you know, Double gave down on it. Doubled down and gave truth to the fact that she believes I look better than Michael B. Jordan. W. girlfriend. And I was like, say less. And so we all went around yeah. and I was like, those who are in a relationship, please ask your significant other if, you know, Michael B. Jordan called, would they pick up the phone? And if they look better, if he looks better than you. Then we proceeded to in this activity and... Uh,
0: I'm looking for receipts right now. Give me a second. (laughs) All right, so I'll explain my my take. So, (laughs) me personally, I was like, you know, if my woman said I don't look better than Michael B. Jordan, I'm okay with that. Because I don't think I'm the best looking dude in the world, you know? I think I'm a good looking dude, but not the best, and I'm okay with that. But on the flip side of that, they were saying, like, oh, well, if you have a relationship with this person, they're going to be the most attractive person I don't know (laughs) Me I don't know If you're in a relationship I can't speak in it I can't speak on it If I'm in a relationship I'm not gonna say like My girl is the best looking girlfriend You know Like does that Does that make sense though I agree This is why
2: you're still single Wow
0: Wow I'm just saying from a physical standpoint. Now, like to wait, me, wait, what did you say? Maybe I don't agree. Wait 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 wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on. So, like, I feel like the only
2: way to John be a ten. The only way to, listen, listen, listen. The only Our way to be a is the ten. The best woman in the world. She is the best looking woman. She is very beautiful to me. I don't see nobody else. I do not condone with this man. Wow.
0: Okay, okay. No, look. I'm, although, like, it's like this. The only way for a girl to be a ten to me is if you have that relationship. Like, she, she will never be perfect to me unless I have that established connection. Otherwise. All the attraction You know what I'm saying On that scale Is never going to add up To a 10
3: I agree with that So you think it's like Do you think it's corny When people look at Their significant other Or like their wife And be like You're the most beautiful girl In the world Like is that Is that tr- is that
0: You think I mean, they're lying beauty, When they say that Beauty's in the eye Of the beholder You know That's a good point I think it's just <laughs> so after, Are they
3: really The most beautiful person In the world It's just I guess I Because
2: beauty's Not just your looks Yep, yeah, ha- but you haven't
3: seen all the people. That's what in the I'm world. saying. From from so a can they really be the most beautiful person in the world? From a purely
0: physical standpoint, I don't think that's possible. From your perspective, they can be. Yes.
3: Okay. What do you mean? Huh? If it's purely like from my perspective, you're the most beautiful person in the world, based based off of not
0: just your looks, but like the way you act, the way you treat, like all this you. stuff. You're the most beautiful person in the world. You're content with what you have when you're in a relationship so it's not like you're looking. But I, I'm just saying, like, objectively, I don't think it's possible. Mm. Objectively, yeah.
2: The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, what's beautiful to you may not be beautiful to me. Max. I definitely
0: think it's
3: different in a relationship. 100%. I used to think it was like, I don't know. It's like, damn, I hear people say that. I'm like, I don't know. But I get it. But you get it? You get yeah. It. I think it's it fair. It. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I understand. I get it as well. Uh, Jordan, you got I receipts? found receipts. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this is what happened. So, I come out straight out the bat. Like, <laughs> I switched the entire conversation we're having because, like, I need to know this answer. I'm like, okay. Who looks better, me or Michael B. Jordan? I'll just. Straightforward, she says yes.
1: <laughs> the deflection's crazy,
3: and then I copy and paste the exact same thing. Cool, better me <laughs> than Michael B. Jordan. She says skip.
1: Cool. Then, no,
3: <laughs> she follows up. You know what I'm saying? She double like She says, "No, nah, I'm just playing. I really feel like y'all aren't comparable. That's just, that's like asking if I look better than Jennifer Aniston. Y'all both fine, but not comparable. If that makes any sense, I told her I was just joking. It wasn't that deep. But I, I think it was a roundabout think was way to deep. say no, and that's fine. Okay. So you think if Michael if she, B Jordan, if she if she thinks Michael B Jordan physically looks better than me, I'm not tripping about that.
2: See, I'm not either. And that's
0: what I said. I'm content with where I'm at. Yeah. I'll be okay with that. That's fair.
3: So if she, if Michael B Jordan calls her phone and she picks up, how are you feeling?
0: That's different. you called me. <laughs> <laughs> that's different
3: though. I'm not mad at that. Why? What happens in the conversation? Okay.
2: What time is he calling? Do you calling him like two AM? What are they like, talking about? The like, yeah, this is the, all of it matters. Time. I need specific. Uh, okay, all the demon okay. time. No, necessary. then that's wild. That's, that's very wild. wild. Especially she if she picks up,
3: that's an issue.
0: See, look, because like here's the thing: me finding somebody else like physically more attractive does not mean I'm into them. You know, so like that's why oh, that I would be upset because yeah. like if she finds somebody else physically more attractive, that doesn't mean that she's about to go. You know what I'm saying? Go crazy. But At yeah. that point, it's a trust thing. Yeah. yeah. That's
3: what we landed on last night though. Yeah. I think when it comes to it. like you can like see someone and be like, Oh yeah, they're cute, but you're not attracted to them. Especially yeah. when you're in a relationship. The only person that you're really into, like on all levels, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, is gonna be that person. You're not really looking in the other
2: direction. Facts so. I agree. I like gonna oh, acknowledge sense. the beauty and the attraction. I'd be there. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh, you're ugly because you're not my girl. <laughs> come on, now be real. Now, let's be
0: honest. Bro. Let's be honest. Like come on. Like if my girl asked me if I thought Zendaya was ugly, like why would you want me to lie I'm like that? I'm not saying like, no. I'm not saying no. She's I'm a not saying no. That, that's crazy good. to me. But at the yes. same time, it's like am I attracted to her? No. Like if I'm dating you, I'm dating you. Not Zendaya. That's crazy. Right. I'm you might subscribe. be watching
3: a movie or something, and I was like. You know, you see Gabrielle Union, that happened, this happened the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, she's cute. She's yeah. pretty. My girl was like, yeah, there's, there's nothing else. wrong with that. And that was it.
0: Yeah, Facts. Facts. I agree. So, are you insecure if you answer the question by saying, like, my girl's the only what that you know what I'm saying? I get what. Hmm. Wait, is that, that from insecurity? Like, oh, like, she has to be the baddest. Like, hmm. you know what I'm saying? When you're looking for somebody? No, like, so, like, if your girl answered that question differently, you think that would stem from insecurity? I can't speak on that. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. Like, somebody securing themselves would be like, yeah, I recognize there's people that's more attractive than me. That's okay. Or is that too far to say?
3: I don't don't know. I I don't think think it's crazy to say. I don't think it's crazy to say. That could be a little bit of why someone will respond that way. Like right, it could right. be insecurity. Could be a bunch of other things. The That's, relationship itself could be kind of unstable. You right. feel me? Yeah. Because if I if I if I'm unsure about where your loyalties lie, right, and talking about someone else looks better than me, then I'm tripping about yeah. that. So that could okay. play okay. into it. So now you're just yeah.
2: randomly bringing that up. What you mean? Like how you bring up that conversation? Like. If it's just out of the blue, like (laughs) you're out of the blue. What do you think
3: of Michael? (laughs) Out of the blue, that's what I'm saying. This is why I feel like if you're in like a committed relationship with someone, you're really invested and only like into them. You're not going to be just out here casually always pointing out who looks. Great Better. or not yeah, You know nah, what I mean So this nah. isn't Yeah it wouldn't be Something that comes but up there's definitely Been times where I've had a girl be like Oh like she's pretty You ever seen Like someone do that Right like, yeah, yeah But yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. That's like, different But you're not Going out of your way To be like definitely Oh bro not. she's fine like, You know what I mean you that's, go your feet. That's, that's crazy, crazy. That's, that's, insane. Yeah. that's yeah. crazy I agree wholeheartedly But just when it comes up You know what I mean You walking past somebody Or whatever Yeah Usually the girl Actually girls do that a lot yeah They'll sure. notice somebody And be like Oh yeah oh, she's, she's pretty. pretty I'm like uh Sure like, <laughs> <I ain't laughs> gonna, What nah,
0: your It's a respond. trap If your girl's like Let's go see Creed Are you questioning that
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> What you know about Creed <laughs> <laughs> well, The reason I'm watching Creed Is that the same As the
0: reason why You're watching Creed Hey, <laughs> because in them previews
3: they would show us shirtless and shiny, bro. <laughs> they was shirtless and shiny. That <laughs> should be the title.
0: <laughs> 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 they was,
1: bro.
3: That's crazy. Why you yeah. want to go see Creed two? Creed is so bad? Yeah, like, right. Like she, God, she, oh, she, that's, the
0: first that's the only. movie. She don't even like movies, bro. Now nah, you want to go see Creed all of a sudden in theaters or popcorn? Like, bro, be real. Yeah, she be has real. to explain
3: to me in full detail the plot of the first two movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to no, know that, that she's dedicated <laughs> to the plot. Like. No, that's actually good. okay. good. Okay. Okay, okay. Nonetheless, everybody tap in, get sure. into it. Sure. All right, look, y'all, we back for another episode, part two, episode two, whatever you want to call it. If asking for a friend, I'm joined by my brothers, best friends, my guys. Um, y'all, we'll go ahead and introduce yourselves. Sark Artist here, you know what I'm saying? Y'all cool. see y'all see me here often, but you
2: know. <laughs> He's been around. Eric Diggs, back at it again. E diggy.
1: <laughs>
2: it's your boy St. John You know what I'm saying St. John Can you
0: pray for that. me
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta get the tag DM me with prayer requests that I'm lying Don't do, blow up my DM. You know, oh, goodness <laughs> But no yeah we're back So asking for a
3: friend um, We had a great first episode Honestly I'm excited for like The rest of this series We got something special for y'all today You know Valentine's Day was You know a couple of weeks ago up until this point yeah. so we figured we come and give an episode really about just romantic relationships um dating and what that looks like from like a biblical point of view and like all the questions tied to it that's one of the really big topics everyone's always into engaged in talking about and so whenever we were thinking about like just different questions and topics come up with it only was fitting especially for this month you know the month of love but Nonetheless, the first thing that I really wanted to get into was the season. Well, actually, I guess we can talk about this because John he has another hot take when it comes yeah. to this as well. That's so a good take. It's okay. Yeah, okay. but asking for a friend, what should you be doing while you're single before the person
0: is this to everyone or me? Everyone. Okay, because I am like, the only one who's technically single, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You want to take take it first? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I guess,
0: to me, it's it's, um, preparation. So, mostly just working on my relationship with God, working on my goals, Um, not trying to be attached to the idea of a relationship, but also understanding, like, I have that desire to be in one. So, I think a lot of people make their whole Christian career while they're single about making themselves ready or the one rather than being in position when that time comes. So a lot of people, they're always like, oh, I'm praying for a wife, praying for a wife. Are you the person that they're praying for though? Like that's really important, making sure that your relationship with God is in a place that it needs to be to actually be in a God-centered relationship.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm, That's big right there. Everybody got all these lists. but Do you match up to that list yourself? Mm -hmm. And then also while you're single, stop focusing on the fact that you're single focus on Jesus during that time you know the worst thing you can do is make a decision out of desperation out of oh I'm so tired of being single I gotta be in a relationship everybody else around me is in a relationship you're not gonna make a wise decision you're not gonna be able to hear from God and that could be the worst decision you make in your life because who you connect yourself with who your partner is that's the most important decision that you will ever make on this earth outside of asking Jesus to be your Lord and Savior
3: Fact, yeah for sure I was, actually, I was reading some I was reading in First Corinthians the other day and I found something that was like perfect for this question specifically. Um, and Paul talks about concerning like single people uh, or he says unmarried, but you know single people. He says, oh dang, let me find it. It's 1 Corinthians 7:32. He says an unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord, but a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife. And he goes on to say the same thing, like, verse, vice versa for, like, a woman and her being married to her husband. Um, and for me, that was just a testament to, like, basically what both of them said. is just how when you're single, your, your attention isn't, like, divided necessarily, per se. And you can, like, focus your full attention on God and your relationship with him, which is why that season is so important. And I also did want to say, he's not saying that marriage is bad because he does go on to say, or earlier in the chapter, he says in verse 7, I wish that all of you were as I am, but each of you has your own gift from God. One has this gift, another has that. Um, and when he says, I wish you were as I am, he was like unmarried and that was his choice. So he's like, I wish all of you were unmarried, but each of you has your own gift from God. So he's acknowledging that marriage is a gift from God, but also pointing out the importance of being single and the advantages that come with that. So that's something I thought was really good to that question in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Yeah, I think a lot of people miss that. Something I don't think I really realized for a while when it comes to even like there being benefits to being single and what that particular time in your life looks like. And one thing that I see that I feel like I've got caught in at one point is really idolizing relationships and putting that on the throne when it comes to I want my P31 or my suitable helper or the person right next to me to be by my side to help me in my purpose and what I have. And that just really derailing and taking my attention and my devotion away from God and just leaving me in a place where I felt just more lonely and like in desperation, like Eric was saying, and then getting into like all these talking stages with relationships that really weren't fruitful or beneficial or ones God didn't ordain or want me in. So I think that's a big thing too when it comes to just idolizing relationships because I feel like people will base their whole even relationship of God in that yeah. when it mm-hmm. comes to what I'm asking for, what I'm seeking for, what I may be fasting for, for sure. it's just surrounded by just looking for this one person instead of focusing on the person who is like God. And so that's the biggest thing. Yeah. But like when it comes to that, what would you say is the benefits of being single that y'all have seen?
0: I was gonna, in your own life, your general know, Yeah. I was going like to yeah. mm. talk about that. So like, a big thing within church culture is making marriage the epitome of what it means to be a believer when that's not like the end line, but wake that up, John, wake that up, (laughs) (laughs) wake that up. (laughs) Like so many people are in a, in a season, they call it season of singleness. And that's my hot take. We'll talk about that later. But a lot of people are in this, this season where they're like, okay, well the next goal for me is to be married when God is like, that's not what I have for you. Mm. Now it might be something that's, you know, down the line, but what he has for you right now is important. So, For me, when I'm single, I'm able to wake up early and I'm able to spend time with the father. I'm able to stay up later reading the word. I'm able to invest my time in things that I have going for myself. I'm able to work on this business venture or that business venture, but it's like, Whenever you have a relationship, if you're not talking to that person every day, they're going to think there's an issue, whereas you don't have that obligation. And so it's like you just have so much burden on you to make sure you're engaging that person in a way that's healthy and respectful while also on top of adding God to that. Well, not even that. See how I adding God right, to it as, right. if, mm-hmm. as if he's the one that you're supposed to add. You know, it's supposed to be centered the other way around. And mm-hmm. so whenever you're single, that focus and that devotion can be where it's truly meant to be. And then you have the addition of maybe somebody else.
3: Yeah, and I say on top of that, another, I guess, benefit of being single is, like, this is really piggybacking what you already said, but just you you don't have to answer to anyone else besides God, I feel like. Which is underrated. <laughs> it is. No, it really is slept on, like, not having to answer to anyone else, because even when in a marriage, I guess, specifically it talks about in the Bible, husbands being submitted to your wives and wives being submitted to your husbands. So once you, like, create that covenant, you are... Submit it to this person as well as you are submitted to god and obviously it's a different level like this person isn't lord over your life but at the end of the day to some extent you have to answer to them as well like mm. you can't just go out whenever you want and do whatever you want and just your decisions are now joint yeah i can't just take this vacation to florida without running it past you know my shorty like because it's gonna be like oh what's happening so i think that's a big benefit for Why sure are you going to florida it's just a random yeah miami
0: i, I think I you're I taking am that am too literally.
3: Panama. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. is hey, crazy. crazy.
2: <laughs> it's spring break two. Spring spring <laughs> uh,
3: the Lord restores. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. That's the big one for me. You don't have to answer to anyone else, and that slept on, like you said, for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. I definitely being able to just have that period of your life, whatever. Whenever you're able to just like make those decisions kind of, like, for, not necessarily, like, for yourself, but, like, outside of someone else's necessary, like, influence, which, like, whenever you get in a relationship and you have to make those decisions with someone else, that isn't, like, a death sentence either. Because that that's another conversation within itself. Like, people thinking even getting married, especially, like, in our culture, it's just like, oh, no, I need to be free. I need to, like, be able to control my life whenever I want, when I want. Yeah. Because that covenant is beautiful. But that time in your life, wherever whenever you're able just to really just work on yourself, right, and, Figure that out, just stay day by day and step by step. I think it's important. I feel like that's a crazy contrast now that we're thinking about it. Like we live in a culture that's like pushing relationships, but also that doesn't like the idea of like submitting to someone else. Mm. That's insane. Thanks. Like that's a that's a crazy contrast Jeez. that we're living in a culture like that. But there's definitely there's a lot more people saying, "Oh yeah, I don't want to get married," or just I hear don't that believe too. in the concept of it. I hear that too. Mm-hmm. I hear that yeah. too. It's definitely the direction it's going in nowadays. But yeah, I just want to take note of that for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, they would be like I don't want my man Controlling what I wear It's like okay But you get mad at him If he breaks up with you For that too Like when you're in a relationship There's some giving And some taking mm-hmm. away You know Sacrifices. on each side. Sacrifices. Sacrifices Sacrifices Talk about it That's mm-hmm. a fact mm-hmm. Alright so uh, Let's hop into the Hot take then right. <laughs> ahead, Let's talk about <laughs> what it What do again. you guys think <laughs> about The uh, the season of singleness Like the Once again Terminology I, I love terminology talking about Because words ahead, really do yours. matter
3: Right right Give yours In terms of how you feel about the term itself when people
0: say season of singleness? So I understand what people are saying, but whenever you look at the Bible, it's either you're single or you're married. And so we have dating and that's a whole nother topic in itself as well. But when I say, why do you say season of singleness? I think it's important. So a season implies that there are cycles. It comes back around over and over again. And so when I say season of singleness, it's like, okay, does that mean that I'm In a season of singleness, I date somebody and then I break up because the end goal is marriage. So whenever you say season of singleness, it's like, why are you saying that? Is that a repetitive cycle? Is that just coming back around? Otherwise, it's not a season. It's just a phase because that phase is going to be over. And so as a believer, if you're in a season of singleness repetitively, you're like, oh, I'm just in my season of singleness again. That means that last relationship didn't work out. And why is that? Are you truly listening to God on who you should be in in a relationship with? So that's why I say like watching what you say is important. Season of singleness is not necessarily a thing that we should be.
3: Yeah, I definitely think it's probably the motive and how people use it because I didn't even realize that or take that into consideration now that you're saying that when people may get in a relationship that God didn't ordain or one they know they shouldn't have been in, and then they get out of it and they just blame it on, oh, well, I'm just backing my season of singleness, right? And just like using it as like some scapegoat for their bad decisions or really just disobedience to God. So when it comes Mm. to that, I definitely can see how – people can misuse that particular, like, term or phrase or just even moment or phase in their life to just kind of be in these cycles of getting in and out of relationship as they please, when they please, without any consideration of God in that. So mm-hmm. that's about it. You want to say anything about the season of seeking this or no?
2: I was <laughs> just going to say, like, the problem with that is that a lot of people go into the relationships with this pursuit of trying to pursue a relationship to make them whole. Like, they feel like there's something missing mm-hmm. and that they, they get in a relationship with somebody else. That's going to make them whole and that's going to make them complete. And then they get in the relationship and they realize for a season, yeah, that's good. But then after time, it dies down. It's like, that's not what I was missing. That's not what I needed for real. And that's Mm. why people's like, oh, the spark has died. That's why I need to find somebody else to renew the, uh, the spark because it's dead with you. But that's not the case. The problem is that you never took that time while you were single to allow God to make you whole. You never took that time to allow God to become your complete satisfaction. And so now you're coming into a relationship. <laughs> Wake that up,
1: E! Wake <laughs> that up, E! <laughs> oh, now you're
2: coming into a relationship, and you're not even whole yourself. You know, to be single, it means to be whole. Mm-hmm. Apart from somebody else. So, like, single, you shouldn't be broken. Like, God needs to be your complete satisfaction because there's no person on here that's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to completely Fact. satisfy you the way you need to be satisfied. Only God can do that. So you got to change your perspective. Like, if you're seeking a relationship thinking... That's what I'm missing. Like, once I get that relationship, then I'm going to be where I need to be. Then I'm going to feel like I need to feel. Then that's a misconception. And I want to let you know, like, that's not the case.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true.
2: So
3: I kind of want to get into another question that we had on the list because John had said earlier when he was talking about his hot take that if you're not not married, you're single. And I don't know. I feel like that's something that a lot of people – I guess don't necessarily realize. So I guess asking for a friend is dating biblical because that is a question that we had on the list. I thought mm. is a good question. So what do y'all think about that? Is there, is there anything in the Bible that like insinuates like a season of like dating before I guess getting to marry someone? Mm. I think,
0: I think it's so funny when people say like dating is not in the Bible, so I'm not going to do it now. Given the way that dating works and how your emotions are involved, it's very different, so it's not like I can use a one to one comparison. But like using TikTok, watching YouTube is not in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like people pick and choose and be like, "Oh, well, that's not in the Bible, so I'm not going to do it." Versus, you know, other things. So yeah. that's fair. That's valid. That's valid. That's really valid.
2: I think in the Bible, though, there was also like periods of en- like people got engaged, like right. courting. I don't know if that's the they, right before term. they got married. Yeah, and I think that like if you think about Joseph and Mary, like. Once Mary was pregnant, Joseph was considering breaking off the engagement. Um, and mm-hmm. then the
1: right. angels
2: told him not to. So even during that engagement period, I feel like that's a time for the people to get to know each other, to see yeah. if everything's going to work out. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's not necessarily there, but there is intentionality behind it. Right. It wasn't just, oh, I'm going to talk to you and let's see where it goes from here. Look, like, there's intentions to get married. Like There's intentions like, this is who God has called me to be. Let's align our paths together and let's talk through that. So it wasn't just dating just to date to say you're dating somebody, but it was really like there's intentionality behind it. Right. Yeah.
3: So getting into dating or I guess this season where you met some you're meeting someone or at least getting to know them and you're trying to see what direction you want to take it. Since obviously we're men, we can start with this one, but asking for a friend, what should a man look for when
0: pursuing a woman? The P thirty one. For those of you who don't know, P31 comes from Proverbs 31. And um, I was just at a campus ministry event and they were talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. She had all of her stuff together in order already. She was independent. So people will talk about, oh, like I want a strong and independent woman or I want to be a strong and independent woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is that she's got stuff going for herself already. And so it's like looking for a woman who has goals, who has aspirations, who's got their life centered on Christ. That's very important. And so that's what I personally look for. And then also like things like do we have common interests? Just because you're a believer does not mean we are going to work out. Yeah, like, that's big.
3: And that's okay. Yeah,
0: I'm okay with that. E, what would you say you were looking for?
2: Well, Proverbs 18, verse 22 says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So first of all, like going into a relationship, you're looking for a wife. So what does that consist of? Like someone, of course, that has a relationship with Jesus first and foremost. Um, Someone who serves. Someone who has a heart for people. Is she a nurturer? Does she care? Someone who's feminine, like in this world, like the concept of femininity and masculinity gets twisted and tainted. And that's not mm. how God created mm. to be. Right. And when you have people not operating in the roles that God called them to be, that's where you have dysfunction. Mm. And so that's very important that I need to operate in my role that God called me to be. And then she has to operate in her role as well. Because when you do that, then you come together and it just works. Um, and then on top of that, just like thinking about masculinity and being a leader and stuff. We can get into this later, but Just throwing it out right now, like, just because you're leading somebody doesn't mean you're controlling somebody. And um, Mm. if you want somebody to submit to you, you must be worth being submitted to yourself. Mm. And so, like, not only am I looking for a wife, but I'm also making sure that I'm submitted to the Lord. Like, I'm making sure that I'm able to be led by God so that I can lead, too, at the same time. So just looking for just a woman who also has dreams and ambitions. For me personally, that's important for me because I don't want my wife's life to be tied up into everything that I'm doing. I want her to also have things going on outside of outside of me Fact. so that we can support each other and help each other grow and cultivate together. I, I love bouncing off ideas off of each other, like me and my girl, like very smart. Um, she challenges me, um, makes me <laughs> dig deeper with God. And honestly, being in a relationship shows you a lot of your flaws. So if you're not Fact. ready for that, <laughs> if you're not ready for that, don't get in a relationship. <laughs> so <laughs> just put y'all in game.
3: Yeah, and on top of that, something that I always looked for, when looking for a woman is not only just looking for a wife but looking for a mother so what I mean by that is I feel like you can have a woman that's good to you but won't necessarily treat your your kids the right way you know what I mean so looking for a woman who is is like it's checking all the boxes on all fronts like not just how she's treating you but looking into the future like if I want to potentially have children with this woman like how is she going to treat my kids like is she patient is she loving in that way you know um is she tenderhearted, stuff like that so that's something i've always looked for and on top of that i've always looked for someone someone who didn't need me but someone who wanted me in the sense that like you weren't Mm. their world what you weren't their world i weren't their world i Mm. wasn't their world yeah and because i feel like even and this is important for men this is why i'm answering this question on the like what men should be looking for in women because i think i think a lot of men like finding women that like are dependent on them because it kind of feeds their ego. Facts. Like, let's talk about it. Let's let's wait, get into wait, it. Hey,
1: wake up! Wait I'm up! I'm waking <laughs> it up. I'm waking <laughs> it up, bro. Let's into up. it, bro.
3: <laughs> Let him cook. Because I've noticed that even in myself, like before I really started diving into my relationship with God, like I. Looking That's at my so past bad, relationships, all yeah. of these girls were girls that were dependent on me, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't even necessarily have a relationship with God. Like, I was their God. And, and I always, no, let's be honest, I always told myself, and I always told myself I wanted them to have a relationship with God, this, that, and the other. But, like, deep down, like a part of me liked the fact that they were always running to me. The right? validation. I, yeah, a part of me, it was feeding my ego. You know what I mean? and. Yeah. Honestly, it was exhausting looking back on it. To be honest, it's exhausting because that's not a void that any of us can fill. So on top of that, like, don't ever seek to be that for someone because it's tiring if you've ever been in that situation because they're running to you for everything. They're, it's, it's it's tiring. But that's something I wanted to mention as well is, like, looking for someone who's like, I love God more than you. That's something I've always looked for in a woman. Like, if she loves God more than me, we're we're in the green because right. I don't ever want to become that for her. So. All right. that's, that's a, that's big, a fact big. Yeah I love that And then one thing I'll say That I was thinking about Really Right before we did the episode I was studying And I was looking like this In Genesis So when it comes to what a man Should be looking for In a woman I guess this kind of ties back To what you should be doing When you're single But I had put a note down That said Before Adam had Eve He was given a garden mm. And so I think what's really important Which we may have We may get into later A little bit But As a man You definitely need to have vision before you even are asking for a wife or someone to come and be by your side, right? Because if a woman is supposed to be your helper, she needs to be coming into your life to help with what, right? So if you have no vision or purpose or or a definitive. (laughs) What's she helping with? No, fact, fact, fact. Or some type of, not having it all figured out, but some definitive this outlook in terms of the direction God is taking you and where he wants you to be, then that's something you need to gain first before you necessarily really are seeking or looking for a relationship. It shouldn't be the opposite way around. Mm. And so in Genesis two, uh, verse 15, it says the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. So this was before Eve, before he felt he needed a suitable helper. He had put, Adam in the garden to work and take care of it so he had obviously his domain something that God had placed in his hand to manage to take care of and then later on in verse 18 it says the Lord God said it is not good for man to be alone I will make a helper suitable for him something that I like here it says a helper that is suitable for him and so whenever you're looking for a woman or someone to come into your life to partner with you because you're essentially partnering with them and your purpose and where God wants you, they have to be suitable for that. And so that's why not every Christian woman or anyone who may share the same beliefs or you all click may be the most suitable helper for your life and where God is taking you because they have to be able to match or at least help you with the magnitude of your purpose. That's something that I've definitely been like just heavy on. on, especially getting into like different relationships in the past is the fact that I was actually listening to something by Matthew Stevenson. He was talking about how there was um he was with like a group of guys and they were talking about like their marriages and their relationships <clears throat> and one of the guys his wife was like a prayer warrior like crazy right and he was saying that like his wife would literally be like in the morning like for three four hours just like praying like all the time like all day all night and the other guys were like man like I don't know if I could do that like that would be too much for me like I couldn't be in that type of relationship and then Matthew Stevenson was telling him because it was telling them the fact they couldn't do that because they weren't suited for her purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important when it comes to the self-conversation, what you'd be looking for, but you can only look for that when you know what you need to be doing. So that's why sometimes you get in these relationships and get out because you didn't really know yourself. You connect, you get connected to somebody in a point in your life where there's not, you don't really have any identity. You start to actually find that when you get into relationship and realize, Oh wow, they didn't really match where I was going or where God wanted me to be. So always look for somebody that's suitable, helpful for your purpose. But you have to have that vision first. What are they they helping with? That's Mm. right.
0: Notice a a key thing is like they were always in position before they got in in a relationship. Mm. But it's also important to understand and not conflate the idea that just because you are single and you are in position that you're obligated or you're guaranteed a husband or wife. Mm. That should not be the main focus of why you're in position. It shouldn't be, oh, I worked on myself this much, so I deserve a wife. I deserve a husband. It should be, I worked on myself this much because this is what God's called me to do. Now, the Bible did say, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. Do you guys feel like it's wrong if a woman shoots a shot?
3: No, but that can't become the continual like way that things are from that point. Okay. I think if it starts off that way, it's fine. But you need to understand that the woman can't be the one that's always initiating things. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for example, if if you're a woman and you find a man or whatever, like, that's fine. If you shoot your shot, it goes in y'all together. But you shouldn't be the one dragging him to church every Sunday. You shouldn't be the one like, Hey, let's get in our word and do it's devotional. Like like no, it, it can't it can be a continued thing. I think if it starts off that way and you find them it like that's cool, but it, it can't set the like standard for the whole rest of the
0: relationship. So that's that's how I look at it. Bro, that just had okay. We're finna go on a little (laughs) little journey here, okay? So, there's a situation where I talked to this one girl, and I thought she was attractive, and we didn't work out, but we were just talking about the way that we interacted with each other, and it was like, she was like, oh, I shot my shot at you. It was the most subliminal shot, bro. It was like, hey, friend, what's up? da 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 It was a very friendly message. That's right. She's like, she said, I want to be friends. Okay. There's nothing wrong with okay. that. But if you say that, now I'm just thinking that I'm looking at you like a friend. I feel like people right. create right. rules based off of their, their level of attraction. They'll be like, okay, a girl, I've talked to girls. They'll be like, I want you to be my friend first. I want you to pursue me like X, Y, and Z. Get to know me first before you jump into a relationship. That rule is not applying to Michael B. Jordan. Be honest. If he's like, let's go out on a date. Out the window. So, like, when girls shoot their shot, it'd be so subliminal, or it'd be, like, not noticed, and then they just don't keep the same rule, the same energy. So, I think that's really Mm. funny, but I was just curious, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'll never shoot my shot, because, you know, I'm going to smile at him, and I'm going to like his stories, and he's going to notice that, and then he's going to want to chase. It's like, okay, no, I might
2: not even see it as that. Yeah. But I'd say say on that topic, though, like, I think... It's okay for like a woman to, like, make your interest known, but then the man needs to pursue from there. Facts. Like, if he doesn't want you, like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, make your interest known because sometimes, like, men just don't know, like, does she really like me or not? Right. Like, be clear with your in- intentions and what you're thinking. And then from there, it's up to the man to decide if that's who he wants to pursue or not.
3: All right. I so like far. this. So I guess flipping the question, and, of course, I don't know how much we can speak on this, but – Asking for a friend, what should a woman be looking for in a man when she's at least, not necessarily pursuing, but kind of like trying to evaluate, okay, is this someone or a man I should have lead me in my life, take this step to be in relationship with, and go down that path? What are some things, characteristics, traits you all feel like are like important enough to yeah. definitely make sure they highlight and right. are shaken off? Yeah. Man, what did uh, what did TLC uh, TLC said? It was like, "We oh, don't want no scrubs. Scrubs is guy that can't get no love from me." <laughs> That's the mentality you gotta have. I think honestly, um, the advice that we gave on the flip side of that is something that women need to take into account too. Because we talked about having a man that was established and like you know not didn't have it all figured out, but mm-hmm. had at least something going for him had like some purpose or direction he's going towards because if you're going to be the helper like there needs to be something that you're helping with so i think on the flip side that's also things that you need to be looking for uh that's one big thing but you know
2: y'all wanna, y'all can go ahead i said say like first and foremost like one of the most important things is is this man that you're pursuing under the lordship of jesus christ himself Facts. is he living under lordship not just saying jesus is my savior i'm a christian i go to church I read my Bible every now and again, but is he actually operating under lordship? Does he do what God tells him to do? Is he seeking God to lead and guide him daily? Because if he's not being led and guided by God, he's not going to lead you. If he can't submit to God, you can't submit to him properly. And so that's very important. Like If the man is under lordship, no, he's not going to be perfect, but God's always going to keep him in alignment with his purpose. God's always going to be able to speak to him, correct him, and prune him so that he can continue being more and more fruitful. But if you want to be led well, you must be first led well yourself, right? So mm-hmm. find somebody who is operating under lordship. You should want yeah. to be
3: submitted to a submitted man. Yeah, I, I would add to that is the fact that I think we said it before on the podcast, but the fact that like a man who loves God will always know how to love you. And the <laughs> reason why is if he's being led by the spirit of God and giving getting insight knowledge and consistent wisdom on his life and how to handle relationship he's going to know how he needs to love you better period right he's not always going to get it right he's going to have moments where he fails he may you know need to just come back to himself but if he submitted to God he's always going to repent and be able to know how to love you like in the way that Christ has loved us and so that's what I would say, kind of just going back off what Eric said, is a man who is, like, madly in love with God because he's always going to know how to love you correctly, like, period. That's a
0: fire transition. So I'm going to talk about something that I was reading. I was in Ephesians 5, and so Ephesians 5 is a prime chapter of, like, husbands and wives and how a husband is called to love his wife. And um, it says in Ephesians five twenty eight in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies, for a man who knows how to love—a lo- man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself— and he jumped down to verse 32. This is a great mystery, but it's an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one, and so I was reading the other day, and I was reading Ephesians 5, and I was like, wow, it's like, it's almost as if we're dating, so I find it ironic that people say it's not biblical, but it's almost as if we're dating Jesus while we're on the earth. We have this relationship with him, and I was like, what's the end goal of a relationship? It's marriage, right? So the great wedding feast in heaven, we get married to the, the body gets married to to the head, and so God doesn't marry somebody who doesn't know. You're not going to marry some random stranger off the street. And even knowledge of them is not enough. That's why the Bible talks about like knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So when it comes to a relationship and who you're in love with and who you're devoted to and who you spend your time with, that's who God accepts into his kingdom because he's going to marry them. And so it's almost as if we're dating. And I find that so interesting because so many people are like, oh, why doesn't God do X, Y, and Z? Um, Why doesn't he let everybody into heaven? It's like, well, He's marrying us. You're not going to get married to somebody who doesn't want you, who's rejected you, who's turned you down. And so I just find it so interesting that how similar it is when it talks about, like, you know, that the body being married to the head, and mm-hmm. we are a representation and a reflection of that.
3: That's a fact. That's tough. If y'all didn't get that, rewind and, like, <laughs> listen to what bro just said, because that's a crazy revelation. But
0: <laughs> also, another important thing is, in general, what a man and a, what a woman should look for. On spiritual matters, you need to talk about that. Can you communicate the gospel? There are so many believers who don't know what the gospel is. Like, if I ask mm-hmm. you right now, what is the gospel, and you're struggling to tell me what that is, it's a big red flag. Hey, a big up. red flag.
2: Can your man communicate, period? Mean, <laughs> flag. <laughs> flag. For a man, you need somebody who can communicate, somebody who's going to be able to articulate things pretty well. Somebody who's going to, uh, be, able to gonna be able to talk through things. When the yeah. confrontation comes around, he's not going to shut you out, but you guys are going to be able to talk through things and work things out together. Yeah. Um. you got to have a man who is under pressure, not going to fold, but is able to stand and see God. Um, because if he is not able to see God in here, clearly under pressure, but doesn't know what to do and he can't guide there, then how are you going to feel secure and safe, right? So just having a man also who has accountability around him. If you have a lone wolf, probably not always the best thing in the world because when you have a man that has accountability around him, he's not going to be able to just do what he wants to do. He's always going to have people in his life who are going to, you know, keep him on the right track and encourage him to do the right things and be able to speak to him whenever he is doing the wrong things. And it was just going to be better for you and your relationship in the long term. So there's just some things to look out for as well. A server's heart too. I think that's really important. That's
3: a fact. Yeah, their circle matters. I forgot about that. On both ends, too. Looking at their friend group, who they're spending the most time with, who's pouring into their life, who has their ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very important. You know, it right will give there. you a bit, really good indicator on who they really are, especially when they interact. See them interact with their friends, their family, how they talk to their mother. Do they serve? Father. Right, yeah, like that's very important that even the little details of things that you may not Family, always, heavy, heavy yeah. on the family. I can't believe I forgot that. When looking for a spouse, you need to be looking at their family. I know it doesn't seem that deep, but it really is because I think even the Bible talks about training a child up in the way they should go and even when they're older, they won't turn from it. So like how someone is even taught and, like, the character that their parents have and, like, how they grew up, all of that stuff is still deeply embedded into them. So, But if you don't understand their family, how they grew up, what they believe, all that stuff, then you're you're walking blind into this relationship, right? So I think Facts. that's always a big indicator, someone's family, and even, like, understanding you're you're marrying their family as well. Like, that's something that comes along with it. That's such an intricate part <clears throat> of everyone's life. So looking at their family, that's a big part, too. I can't believe I forgot that.
2: And yeah. on top of that, like, it's okay. Like, some people come from broken backgrounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it is important, like Jordan said, to understand that so that you're not walking in blind. Because if you don't understand that and your partner or whatever you're looking for, like, reacts a certain way, responds mm-hmm. a certain way, you won't understand why. You're going to be lost. You're going to be lost. Nice. But then if you understand why, do you know how to better effectively handle that problem? You know how to better communicate. You know how to better pray for each other. So that's very important. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's grown-foot talk right there. That's okay. Grown-foot grown talk. Folk talk. <laughs> exactly. I got a
0: question for y'all. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug before I ask. Detox Christian Dating. I didn't get paid for this sponsorship or promo or nothing. I love this book so much. If you are dating, go buy it. It's by Landon Swain. And so I'm going to ask this question. What do you guys, how do you guys communicate? Say you did get in a relationship with somebody that is a believer. How do you guys communicate that I, I want to break up? Like, this is not for me. What do you guys say? Like you're both believers and you want to break up? What does that look like? Ooh, that's a good question.
2: (laughs) There's always valid reasons. Um, A lot of times the easiest thing to say is, uh, God told me to break up with you, or I'm just not ready to be in a relationship at this time. But when you go talk to your best friend, you really tell them, like, they're doing this and that. I really hate when they're doing this and that. But you don't tell that to the person that you're breaking up with. I think it's important that you tell that person because even though the breakup might hurt, if you tell me the truth, now I can grow. No, this is why you broke up with me. I need to work on that. I never saw that in myself. But thank you for telling me that. Whereas if you just say, God told me, now I'm questioning, well, dang, and God didn't tell me to break up. Like, we serve mm-hmm. the same God and you're telling us to fact. break up. Like, what does this mean for me? Does God not like me? Does God not love me? Why would he tell me to break? Why would he hurt me? But no, be honest, be truthful. I think um, mm-hmm. in Christian churches, we make it feel like it's a bad thing if you break up. But it's not. God, how God sees you while you're single, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, does not change. His love for you does not, it's not based on your relationship status. I cannot emphasize that enough. God's love for you is not based on your relationship status. But at the same time, like when you're intentional with your dating, when you're intentional with operating the lordship, you're going to avoid a lot of this trauma and heartaches and, and mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that's why Thanks. it's important to be in the lordship because a lot of you guys are entering relationships knowing full and well that God told you not to. A lot of you guys are entering relationships not even knowing if God called you to be in them. And so when things don't work out, now you're asking the questions, but God's like, I didn't even tell you to go there in the first place. Mm. Now you gotta mm. go back and fix all the stuff and now you got a mess that you created. But thank God that God can take everything for our bad and work it for our good. But there's some things you just don't have to go through.
3: No, that's that's a good point. I never I never thought about it like that. Because even when if you were if you were someone who would agree that transparency and, and being truthful is important in a relationship, I feel like that stands true even in the breakup. Because I feel like even until that point, like you're still with that person, and I feel like you're even doing them, like you said, you're doing them a disservice by like lying to them about why, like, because you know, there's there's always a reason. Like they did something, there's something about their character or something. So I think, yeah, that's a good point. Be, just being honest with them, and you're doing them a disservice if you're not. So
0: for sure. Okay, so this there's a chapter in this book called Over Spiritualization, and it talks about all the spiritual reasons that we give for actual reasons that we that are the real truth. Yeah. So it has like four phrases I'm going to go over. The first one is God told me. And it says one of the biggest disservices you can do uh, regarding dating is blaming God for things not working out. Because imagine saying God told me to get in this relationship. And then you say, well, God told me to get out. God is not a man that he should lie. Mm-hmm. That's a reflection of his character. So it says um, you ris- you run the risk of harming another person's faith as they begin to wonder why God articulated something so clearly to you, but completely left them out of the message. Right. If God if God told them that they should break up, why didn't He tell both parties? So then it's like, okay, is my relationship with God not in a place that it needs to be? Next one it talks about says, I just don't have peace about this. And so he he was giving an example, and he says her explanation that she just didn't have peace about the relationship was a vague cover up for the fact that she had actual reasons for not wanting to continue things. But instead of providing clarity, she provided an over spiritualized response. And so it's like, okay, you might not have peace about it, but why? Is that truly a spiritual reason why you don't have peace, or is the person just weird? Be honest. And then the third one, it says, I prayed about it. And it says, we pray over decision and then have the nerve to put the authority of God on the conclusion that we've come to.
1: <laughs> 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 That's crazy. We really yep. need to be doing that.
0: <laughs> it says, even a great practice like praying can become problematic if we start to use the fact that we prayed as God's stamp of approval on how we feel post-prayer.
1: mm." It's like you were already
0: feeling this type of way, Mm. and then it kind of, the emotions distracted you from God's answer. So this book has a lot of great practical things. It also talks, like, from a biblical approach, like, if you're going to date, what you should be looking for. It talks about the importance of, yeah, I'm going to get into the fourth one. The last one is, um, we can't date because I want to work on my relationship with the Lord. This one has a lot to it. So he says, if, it takes, if all it takes for you to grow your relationship with the Lord is a week, I'm almost positive that most reasonable people are willing to wait that long. Because a lot of people say, I'm working on my relationship with God, and then you see them in a, a relationship two weeks later on social right. media. So he's like, right. that's crazy. He um, says, don't try to dodge the awkwardness of actually saying you're not interested in someone by cloaking it in Christian lingo. He um, says, many people will say they want to work on their relationship with God, but will do nothing to promote growth says there's no additional time to be devoted to prayer or reading scripture or fasting or anything of the sort. And then the last thing it says, the notion that the only place where a person can grow is in seagulless or isolation is silly because it is not as if growth becomes stagnant once a person starts dating or gets married. Mm. And I was bar. like, that one hit. That's a bar. That one hit because you see married people all the time and they still are able to work on their relationship with God. Yeah. So, you know, I would highly recommend this book. Detox Christian dating oh by I'm gonna buy that one I ain't gonna lie Shameless well, plug Sh- Shameless plug
3: That's fire So I guess we're talking about breakup, So I guess to bring it back In a way Asking for a friend What does I love this question What does a godly Relationship Look like Or at least A Christ centered Relationship look like Asking for a friend mm. Which I don't think I've ever really Answered this before I don't think I have either um, I would say Exodus 33:15 Is a verse that comes To my mind Immediately after hearing that question, which says, um, "God, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us from here," mm. and I feel like that should be your attitude. That's what a Christ-centered relationship looks like. in In your relationship, that should be the attitude. That should be the way that you are carrying yourself, both of you in the relationship, in every area: our finances, our you know, our future, our children, that, will school, everything. It should be Exodus thirty three fifteen. If your presence is not with us, that is a place that we do not want to be. So, yeah, so that's to answer your question. That's what a christ in a relationship looks like, literally in every aspect of your life, making him Lord over that um, as one together. So, yeah. Mm. I
2: like that. I like that. Uh, I say seek God together, um, pray together. In terms of, like, the, I guess, how would you say, like, structure to it? I don't know. That's individually based, but. based on each relationship, but overall, like Jordan said, we are seeking God together. We are moving as one. I'm a firm believer that if we're both spirit-led, then God's going to tell us both things, and it's going to align. Yeah. Um. God's never going to tell one person one thing and another person another. Like We're both serving the same God, under the same spirit, under the same lordship. Mm-hmm. It takes intentionality. Um. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things to be added unto you. Um, for me personally, I was really good at that on a personal level, but in a relational level, that's where I needed a lot of growth and, and help at. And so just one thing that me and my girl have been doing intentionally going into this year is just, you know, before I go to work or before she goes to school, we'd be up early on the call and then we'll go through like a devotion and pray in the spirit and then worship together and then sit down and have quiet time and then tell each other what God's been speaking of each other. Um, another thing that's also good is just having communication, um, communication. Like I said, a lot of times people try to over-spiritualize things, but, like, relationships take work. And That's if you want to have a healthy relationship, you got to be willing to put in the work. Yep. You'd be surprised how many people want to get a relationship and don't want to put any work in. Facts. And so it's not looking for somebody who's perfect, but somebody who's willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And so that, that includes yourself spiritually. Like I said, like for me, on the individual level, great. On a relational level, that takes work because I'm letting somebody in to my personal space. I'm letting mm. somebody in to something that's so intimate to me. Mm-hmm. And that takes time for me to open up on that level, but be patient. Somebody patience, 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 patience. A, a big part is just,
0: like, does this represent Christ? Am I doing kingdom work by being in this relationship? Because if you're with a believer, you guys should be doing things for the kingdom. Simple. So um, if you have trouble having conversations with people about, you know, even church notes. That's an easy mm-hmm. way to locate where somebody is because, like, that's something I'll do. I'll be like, what did you learn in church today? If you can't tell me what you learned about in church today, we're probably not going to work out, just being real. But, um, <laughs> what church notes is crazy. That's a, it's an easy, <laughs> easy test. But, um, like you said, one thing that I want to harp back on is, like, why are you in a relationship in the first place? Like, generally ask yourself, why do you want a relationship? Chances are, whenever you're asking for a relationship, it's to fulfill some desire in you that God is supposed to fill. And so it's like, okay, I'm alone. Well, you have the Holy Spirit, the comforter. And then also, when it talks about in Genesis, like, it's not good for men to be alone. That doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship. If you're in community, That's tough. you're not alone. Talk to it, a John. A lot of people are looking for validation in who they are as a person. But God tells you that you're beautifully and wonderfully made. Like, if you're truly content in who God has made you, then why are you looking for a relationship for that reason?
2: Christians, like, stop rushing into relationships and stop trying to rush to get married just so you can have sex.
0: Facts. <laughs> <laughs> be honest about it, gang. Like, bro, be honest. Be real. Just like you're attracted John to this person. John was <laughs> the, the punchline. No, Eric beat, no, him, to no, Eric beat no, him to it. Eric beat him to no, it. Y'all John, felt that in his soul. It's like on TikTok, people will always talk about sex. Talk about the other stuff that happens in a relationship. Sex yeah. is great. You married a person, but like, be honest. This book talks about it too. People aren't honest about why they marry somebody. They marry somebody for sex, and then they don't realize that they know nothing about this person other than they were attracted to them. Mm. They weren't thinking with the right head. Hey, and guess what? Self control is a food of the spirit. Come yeah. on now. Come on now.
3: Settle for the sex. All y'all Christian
0: TikTokers. They talk more talk about other aspects of marriage. And don't get me wrong, sex is fine. Sex is cool. It's amazing. God created it and the boundaries that it's supposed to be in. Yeah. So it's glorified, bro. I'm glad we got to it. I
3: thought we were gonna talk about it. I didn't know when, but <laughs> yeah. we had <have> to mention it. <laughs> that's a main that's a lot of a lot, lot of people's motivation. Yeah. It in is. In terms of like why they even want to hop in relationships. Like, okay, like great. They're Christian. We have some chemistry. Mm-hmm. This has been working. This has been working for a while. <laughs> we have some chemistry. What? I'm saying we're getting to the we're getting to this point. Okay, let's Guess make sure. This, let's them. make sure this engagement's about like three months. Three months. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or we just elope and just call it a day. Whatever. Right. Nah, we and it's nothing papers? wrong if your engagement you know is three months. Yeah, yeah. Right, there's, there's nothing well. wrong with that. Yeah. But Based a lot of people just,
0: yeah, a lot of people weren't honest. Like, okay, cool. That was that was a little suspect. But hey, you know, if you feel like <laughs> that's what God called you to do, a short engagement, that's perfectly fine too. But honest there's got to be more.
3: But yeah, I guess, honestly, y'all hit it on the nose when it comes to what a christ a relationship looks like, kind of what John was saying. You all both have to be doing kingdom work to some capacity. And whether that look like you all individually or just collectively coming together on whatever God is leading you to do in a particular season, in a moment, or whenever it comes to the family as well, um, raising like godly seeds and um, also talking about that beforehand and what that looks like. And so when you're planning out your goals for each other um, and individually and the household and what you guys want your future to look like. Always keeping God at the center and being really super intentional about it. Kind of what Jordan was saying, because people don't always even in their own personal walks with God when it comes to your finance. When it comes to okay, what city are we going to live in? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um how are we going to teach like our children? Okay. What what is the principles and theology that we both believe in? Kind of going back to what John says. Okay. What is our understanding of the gospel, who Jesus is, who has ultimate authority, our relationship with the Bible, all these different things like you just can't assume. Like these are conversations you have to have and thoroughly go through. Like when it comes to, yeah, theology and how we walk out our relationship with God and what we how that looks like individually and how we're going
2: to do that together. So the love that you said, like, don't assume. For yeah, real. Yeah. Ask the tough questions. Yeah, For real. Because once you're married, you locked in. Like, <laughs> yeah, ask those there. questions before you get to that yeah, point. It's yeah. important
0: because like, if the Bible is not the ultimate authority, then what is in their life? Mm-hmm. Or You know what I'm saying? Like, this. Imagine you're preaching the gospel to somebody and you're like, this is how you get to heaven. And then they say, oh, well, you didn't add X, Y, and Z. Now y'all looking kind of confused and kind of goofy because it's like, okay, well, he's, this person's saying this thing and this person's saying... Like, it's really important to see eye to eye. I, I was talking to you about it. like, So does that person believe in like praying over the sick? Like Mm, say your kid gets sick. What is your immediate reaction? If there's to go to the doctor versus yours to pray, that might be an area of contention. What is your view on tithing? These are important things to talk about for real.
2: But even on a relational level, okay, set aside the spiritual things. Okay. We got to the point that we're both Christians. We both love Jesus. We know that. But what about things that go into relationship? Like, you know, future plans, like how many kids do you want to have? Do you want to have kids? What are you doing with your finances? Are we joining our finances? Are you still? doing Where are your we own going thing? to live? <laughs> where, where are we going to live? Yeah, long distance relationship. <laughs> 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 nah, but for real, like you talk through those things because there are other issues outside of spiritual and attraction that can make a relationship not quite work out. And so you need to ask those questions now and be willing to you know talk through them.
3: Yeah, definitely. Like you, I like you said that don't over spiritualize it. Definitely, that's the that's the. Most important aspect in the center of it all But there's always these little things that You, you got have to be dealt with yep. Have to be dealt with Facts. So that makes sense There was one, at least like two more and There was one that I really liked that we had down I guess this kind of goes into What it looks like to build a relationship And make that stronger as like time goes on And as you're with someone But asking for a friends our love language is real? Are they important to take note in a relationship?
0: Yes uh, Yes sir 100% Yes I, I was talking to one person and They're like I don't believe in love languages I don't like to be identified That's fine That's cool <laughs> Stop it She's like I don't want to be put Stop in the box I'm like That's it. perfectly fine I think it's important To understand What your love languages are To give love And to receive love If you don't understand How that happens You might feel Invalidated in a relationship It's like This person's not doing X, Y, and Z and It's like Well he doesn't Communicate that that's how he receives love or that's how he gives love. And so you're thinking he's not doing anything, and this person's thinking they're putting all this effort in. So it's important to understand, like, me, quality time, and physical touch. Mm -hmm. That might not be yours, but if we don't understand and have that communication, then I might feel like you're neglecting me because you're not a person that enjoys quality time or physical touch. So I think that's
2: very important. We all give and receive love in different ways. And so for you to have a strong relationship, you must understand how your partner gives love and then you must understand how your partner receives love and then you guys must come together to make sure that that balances out with each other like john said you don't want somebody feeling neglected in the relationship that's a huge thing people feel neglected people don't feel loved and appreciated because their physical uh their love language might be physical touch and you're over here giving them gifts or something like that but you're not really you know spending time with them just letting them know and reassuring that you're there for them so that just you want to make sure that that aligns cuz
3: that that's the big. crazy part in that is like if that's not communicated no one's wrong cuz if Facts. i'm if my if how Facts. i give my love is through gifts yep. like i'm sh- that's how i'm showing you so i feel like okay i'm straight kind of what john was saying right but on the other end my love is physical touch and like you know we're, we're not making sure that aspects of our relationship is being nurtured no one's wrong if that's not communicated so definitely just being upfront with that and just knowing you know on not like
2: note, like how important is communication in a relationship
3: oh man a lot. Most oh, most problems, from my own experience and what I see, most problems in relationship are just miscommunication or yeah. things that aren't transparently said. There's a difference between truth and transparency. Like, be upfront and real. Don't wait for someone to try and, like, ask you how you're feeling or what's going on. I think sometimes we can just wait and sit back like, oh, they should know, like, I'm upset with them or they did this. No, they don't. <laughs> like, I they cannot read your mind, your emotions, or what you're going through. Be honest. Yo, yeah. what you did last week – Whenever you went, you took my charger and without asking, that really pissed me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> even the small real. things, yeah. be honest and upfront and don't just wait for that to happen. I think it's super important. Yeah, no, for sure. And I was I was thinking about the communi- the communication piece and I even think just generally, even outside of a relationship, the such a communication plays such an important role just in our lives in general. Even as a society, we wouldn't be where we are at without communication. Like this mic I'm talking on, these cameras y'all looking at me through. This phone I got, we wouldn't have any of this without communication, right? It came from people having different ideas that had to accurately communicate their ideas, right? To create all of these things. Even when you look at the creation, like God had to speak and communicate to the void and the abyss to create all of this. So it's like words and words and communication are like the foundation of so much that we have. So I feel like you really gotta even take a, a step back and really look at the importance of communication. So if it's that community if it's that important to everything then it's that important in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? I so that's kind of the you, you gotta look at it through.
0: Like. one one piece about communication that a lot of people don't understand is comprehension and understanding as well. For sure. So it's funny a friend sent um a TikTok and she was saying like a lot of people focus on communication without the comprehension that goes behind it. And then I was listening to a sermon with Eric last night from Miles Monroe talking about the understanding. Me and this friend had a follow over a situation where I felt like I communicated flawlessly and she agreed. But at the same time, she tuned me out because of a situation where she's like the way that you addressed me. I didn't like the tone that you addressed me in. So I just automatically tuned out. And I was like, wow, like had I known that before, I would have been able to. "Okay, let me reset. Let me rephrase the way that I. I spoke to you. And then, like, think about it. God spoke in parables. There is the communication there, but the comprehension wasn't there. So you didn't understand. So, like, understanding is very important, too. Just because you communicate doesn't necessarily mean that person understands. So you're going to have to also work on, okay, am I being understanding? Am I seeing from their perspective? Am I actually listening to what they're saying, or am I just hearing words that are coming out their mouth?
3: Yeah, specifically to that example about uh, you talking to that person, tone of voice matters so much. That's a small thing about relationships, but, like, that's something I've noticed it with anyone, not even just platonic, uh, not just romantic, but platonic as well. Tone matters because you can be like, well, I, I told you, like I communicated, but like, bro, you sounded mad rude when you was talking to him. People care more about like how it sounds and like how you make them feel when you're communicating mm. more about the words themselves. So Facts. that's something you got to take into account for sure. You can say yeah. the right
2: thing, but if you say it in the wrong spirit,
0: you're still wrong. Facts. Yeah, right. or you can say the right thing, and no matter how you say it, they're still not going to like it. An example I use all the time is, like, if you tell somebody the truth, because it, it's important to be truthful, right? Sure. You're going to have to say things in a relationship that don't feel good, but it can lead to a better result. Like, if a doctor tells you you have cancer, no matter how nicely they say that, it's not going to feel good. But It's like, okay, now that I understand I have this issue, what do we do to fix that, rather than, oh, I heard you said I don't like it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that doesn't fix the root the problem. Yeah, Yeah, don't just bring up problems. Be problem solvers, too. Yeah.
3: All right. So yeah, I Okay, I like I, long like, been I, like, going this, for. I like this for the last one. Huh? Hour four. man, yeah, Hour four. <laughs> but um yeah, I think that that's important. I think ego plays a big part. I think you have to when it comes to communication and understanding, yeah. Definitely putting your own pride aside. For sure. When it comes to even being able to solve problems, it's being humble and being able to accept when you're wrong. And yeah. Cause like in relationship is really going to expose the truest <laughs> version of yourself and things <laughs> talk you, about it, and things you <laughs> thought you worked on while you were single right that you thought you got over is always going to come back up because you're in such close cut like proximity and like intimacy with someone and so being able to acknowledge yo I was wrong and just saying that putting the pride aside being open to the criticism constructive criticism that your partner's giving and that's going to even open that communication up more for like. Just being conducive for relationship and environments like that. So yes,
2: love to say I'm sorry I was wrong. Yeah, and genuinely mean that. Don't just be right, yeah. right, right. Just to right, say, just right. To say fact, the girl, but like fact. really
0: mean that. Nah, bro, I realized how irritating that is. Like me, I learned that I have an issue because if I feel like I'm right, you have to show me that I'm wrong. If you show me I'm wrong, then I'll apologize. <laughs> but it's to showing me that I'm wrong that that's an issue. But once you do that, you know what I'm saying. But then I went through a, a situation where like I got gaslit. It was a minimal situation that didn't really take much. So I was going to this birthday party, okay. surprise yeah. party, uh for our homie Jada. Yeah. I was like, let's oh, okay. hold up. Got you. Got you. <laughs> so my friend, she was like, Yo, you should park over at this park. I'm like, Okay. I don't because I didn't park on campus. It's a private uh college. So I'm like, yo, where are y'all at? It says it's a seventeen minute walk from your destination. She's like, Oh, you should have prepared that better. You're finna be late. I'm like, okay, so then what do I do? So then I finally pulled up, and then there's like four different people calling me because none of us went on that college campus. And then we pulled up to the location. We we're like, wait, what room is it? We don't know where it's at, da-da-da-da. So I was like, yo, you got to help us out. You got to plan better. She's like, oh, that's your fault. I'm like, all you got to say is I'm sorry. She didn't say I'm sorry. And I realized that really irritated me. Like when people gaslight you and stuff like that, she was like, oh, you should have planned better. You should have known X, Y, and Z. Just say you're Sorry. Just humble yourself. It's okay.
3: <laughs> humble yourself. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Humble Learn to say I'm
2: sorry. Hey, and then on top of that, like, I've learned, like, as I get older and start growing more, like, it's not always worth winning the argument. Yeah, I might have won the argument, but if I lost the relationship, like, what did I really win in that? So you got to know when to just shut it down. Sometimes it's not the time.
3: Sometimes it's not the time. <laughs> For
2: real. That's a bar. That's a fact. That's real.
3: That's a fact. So, yeah. The last one of this segment, I thought would be fun, but asking for a friend: Should my girlfriend have male friends, or vice versa? Glad we got to this. I'm glad we got to this, <laughs> <laughs> I'm got That's to this a crazy one. question. I'm glad we got to this one. No, no, not at all. No, I'm not gonna lie. No, it's crazy to say. Not at all. I'm no. I'm doubling. No, down. Right. Double, double down. down. Double, double down. down. Quadruple okay, down. Okay, Bro, my okay. girl's right here. I'm saying. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, what does that look like, I'm though? No. Okay,
3: this is what I. This is what I think. Right. Okay. Good. We have to. We use the. We use the term. Now I'm on my John. Mm-hmm. We use the term friend loosely, right? Especially in this conversation. Yes. Right. Can my woman, my right. girl, have male friends? Okay. To me. A friend is someone you confide in, are pretty intimate with, like, in the sense of, like, this platonic relationship that you may be speaking to pretty frequently, taking your pain to, your troubles, things that you're going through. I personally wouldn't feel comfortable with my woman talking to a man at 2 a.m., right, her friend, though, and confiding in him that way.
0: Is it possible that this friend provides something that you don't, that she isn't necessarily attracted to, but you just don't provide?
3: No, that's fair. Yeah, and I think I mean it's there's stipulations and things like that, right? If they were long-standing best friends before the relationship, I'm not the guy to be like, "Oh yeah, you can't be friends with him." Yeah. I'm not gonna ever be that controlling type of guy in any relationship. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think any new friends. Yeah, yeah I, I, Bro, no, no, From the point of the start <laughs> of the all, relationship, right, going forward, there should be any new male friends that are popping up in new, the picture. New male friends is very that's weird crazy. activity to me. Because it's like, where did y'all meet? How did y'all meet? How did y'all even get that close in proximity to even get to the point where y'all cl- locked in like that? That's mm-hmm. weird. That's weird for sure. Yeah. But I guess when you break down a friend like that, I guess I agree with you. In that sense. It I depends. think like acquaintances, like, I'm not the guy that's like, yo, like, you know, you can't. You got like peers, like coworkers, yeah. and things that you may go grab, like whatever. You know that's nothing like. It, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not like it's a nuance. black and white question. It's, it's yeah, very it's nuanced. Not a black I one. definitely
2: yeah. feel like there's certain boundaries that need to be established. One hundred percent. Like you said, like come on now, two a.m. Yeah,
3: that's that's what I'm more thinking when I you're not yeah. talking. To
2: and you. I feel like there's there's conditions. One on one late at night hanging out. <laughs> that's crazy. No, we're yeah, not doing like, that. Yeah, no, not
3: at all. <laughs> no, I think there's conditions too. I feel like if. If he's single, that's automatically weird to me. If he's in a relationship as well, then I'm like, that's still I'm, strange. That's still, that's it's actually still weird. Works. Okay, okay, let's talk about it though. But uh, not, just, not just not right just clear cut. So, I, so I say so say they say they've been friends. They've been friends since you before you came in the picture. Like you said, I'm not the type of guy to say that's not cool. But in my opinion, I'm not going to tell you not to be friends with them. But if if he's single and y'all hanging out one on one, that's weird to me. But if he has a girlfriend and y'all hanging out one on one, that makes me feel better. If y'all been friends, type. But slope. let's wake that up too. I don't think you still gotta you guard your be, heart in a relationship, right? I don't think you should be with anyone of the opposite gender like alone. That's od in every example, or that's not black and white either. I mean, I guess that's not really black and white, but I think for the majority of the time, like if I'm Most going out time. with coffee with somebody, like I'm bringing you with me. Most of the time, yeah. Most like even if it's like I'm thinking, business, yeah, even business. Even business? Because I'm thinking for myself. My business, I'm, I'm thinking for myself. If I have a meeting but, with someone and, and she's a girl, and if, if, if my girl's tripping about, I'm going to, like, this is a that, meeting that, at a coffee shop. Me. That's more for me. That's more for me. Let's talk about okay. a very specific instance.
0: All right. So for me, I feel like, how well do I know the guy? In this, like, that like Because too. if he's a believer and I trust him, if it's one of y'all and y'all, like, hey, da 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 da, I might need your girl for something. Okay, Got cool. Facts. That's different from some random that I don't know. He claims he's a believer. I don't know his walk with Christ because the true man of God is not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize him or the other world. But like, say say it's a surprise party. I'm not supposed to be in the know. And he like, hey, <laughs> Come on Let's play in X, Y, and Z I would want to be able To trust my girl And you To the point where yeah. It's like okay I can trust that y'all Are hanging out Nothing's going on Facts Facts fact,
3: fact, fact, Or like if like Jordan wanted to like Do a photo shoot He needed Right Yeah, yeah like right. That's yeah. valid Watch they, some they, camera they, dudes they,
0: though They do be creepy <laughs> <laughs> They do be they weird do. Nah, they do, That's bro. a fact
3: That's they a fact do. But yeah there's, there's a lot of nuance to it I <laughs> think it, it is, comes bro. down To just like Trusting your partner It yeah, is Again yeah. communicate
2: sure. Factation yeah. and trust. There's no black and white on anything in a relationship. Yeah. Communicate. Don't yeah. assume things. And
3: then that's yeah. going to wake something up in you. Like, obviously, if you're feeling some sort of way to, like, an extent that's really getting you frustrated or angry and insecurity. going out, it's, yeah, you got to, like, really work that through with your partner of, like, where you're at with that. Yeah. So yeah. I was just saying that to kind of troll and wake the conversation. Up. Nah, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's definitely I, a hot topic, for sure. Yeah, a it's, it's a lot. Like, it's a nuance to it. Because a though, lot of people real.
0: think it's, like, it's not always that they don't trust their significant other. It's just they don't trust the people that they're around or they don't trust their significant other and that is what it is. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if you don't trust your significant other, why are you even with them? But that poses another interesting question. You said a male and a a female should not be hanging out one-on-one if they're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So what is that, why is that different for people that are single? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, does well, that mean like, like I just I just say it again? Why why sorry. should a male and a female who are single not hang out as believers? Does that imply that like every hangout that they do is gonna potentially lead to something that's not platonic? No, that's fair. I think
3: um it it just goes down to I think it's for me. I should have clarified that I said that more for myself because I just I don't want anything. Like, I don't want any trouble. Like, there's going to be no type of allegation. <laughs> any, anybody <laughs> okay. can try. That was more for me. Not I see like what you saying like. that's not, fair. not necessarily her trusting feeling, Like bro. in what she does, but more for me making sure everything's clear, cut. Like, yo, like, that's what I'm saying. Even business meetings, like, at least right now, I'm at the point to where, like, yo, like, during you're on the call, like, even if your camera's not on. Like, somebody is there, this period. Just because it's just crazy when it comes to that's a whole nother conversation for real when it comes that's to that one, i know what you're talking about though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's so really that's, a, that's what i was coming for when i said that but yeah. definitely being alone like if it is a business meeting they're going out for coffee like yeah do your thing you know what i mean yeah. especially if you trust you, i trust her you trust your partner so it's like yeah it's nothing okay a part of me doesn't want my girls speaking to any guy <laughs> <laughs> but then i noticed that's just that's just that's still toxic that's just ego that's just ego. Feel toxic. That's good. That's that something starts, I that's, that's something starts, I've learned. That too. Artists. That's something I've learned too when we that's Something I learned being in a relationship because we talked about like it really like a reveal stuff about yourself. Like I'd be having to really evaluate if the way I'm feeling is actually valid. Cause sometimes I'll be feeling a type of way over stuff that's not that serious. Like, you know what I mean? And nah, that's real. That goes into this conversation too, like dumb stuff. Like, um, I'm not going to go into specifics, but... That's a hard area, though. That's a hard,
0: That's a hard but important area, though. Because, like, I always tell my friends, like, your feelings are valid, but sometimes they feel like they invalidate their feelings because of what they're feeling is not valid. So it's like, well, how do you do that? Because I'm not... It's hard. Who am I to tell you that you're wrong for feeling some type of way about something? Which ties mm-hmm. back into the communication and understanding piece, though. Facts, facts, so, facts, So, yeah. Relationships, we love it. Yeah. yeah. It makes work.
2: It does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the that work. We ain't really decided on the
3: intro yet. But Outro Outro, outro, outro Oh outro, yeah outro. outro We haven't decided On the outro yet So It's a bot <laughs> <laughs> Alright that, That's smooth I got you Nonetheless That's the <laughs> That's the end Of this segment This episode Of Asking for a friend We'll be back Next month The last Friday You know what it is Me My guys Back with an uncensored Uncut Commentary on what everyone Is thinking But just doesn't Want to say you know what it is Stay you Stay real stay humble. We'll catch y'all next month. Much love. <laughs>